Good evening. Hello. Hello. Happy Friday, November. <laughs> Friday. Happy Sunday, November 19th. Not even close to it's Friday. It's Friday. That's only two days away from Friday. You know what today is? It's one month before my birthday. I'll be 45. Sure. <laughs> and then some. I had my first kid when I was 14. It is also... How many days are there? November 30? 31. I'm pretty sure. No, 30. No, there's 31 in December. Yes, 30. So, 36 <coughs> days till Christmas. Yes. Yes, hey, welcome to Third Person Podcast. We are here. We are excited. Yay! And we have a short <laughs> Shannon, Matthew, and the Golden Child. <laughs> Is that my name now? Literally steps in rose-smelling, rose-colored poop all day long. Rose-colored? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they <laughs> expect. <laughs> um, I think it's rose-scented. I don't know. If anything. There's some expression about stepping in shit that's supposed to mean you're lucky, which I never got. I, I think it's rose-scented. That would make sense. Because, I, I mean, the color of the poop doesn't matter. Or does it? I mean, if you have rose-colored poops, be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, depends on what color rose it is. No, I don't think it does. Either your poop's white or red or what is it? there's blue roses, I think. There's if your poop is any of those colors, there's something wrong. If it's white, you're just a bird. <laughs> yes, Sean has incredible luck. Even when things go yes. incredibly bad. They get turned around real quick. Yes. I'm in case jealous. you didn't know, Sean got a car in August. Brand new. Brand new. Had it for three months. Wrecked it. Uh, so the insurance company paid him, paid off the car and $4,000. So he's had a car for three months, and instead of being upside down and alone like a normal person, Golden Child gets an extra $4,000 <laughs> to spend on a new car. He gets a new-to-him car. It's a year older, but it's a better... It's the same car model, but it's a better package than what he had. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we if he could bottle his luck, he would be... Yes. So we, we need him to go 
find we need to sponsor him to go play in the World Series of Poker this year. <laughs> Anywho, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think I had anything anything exciting this week. Uh, me neither. I just messed up my sleep schedule entirely. <laughs> Stay up too late one night. Well, no, it was Thursday. Oh, but you slept all day Thursday. Yeah, Thursday I stayed home from work because I wasn't feeling great. And, like, I was waking up on and off throughout the day, and then at, like, 3 o'clock, I finally fell asleep again, and then I woke up at 9.30 p.m. As you do. And it was rough. <laughs> I went to sleep at 4 in the morning. I was only an hour and a half late for work <laughs> the next day. I thought I saw you leave a little late. Oh, uh, you did. Yeah. And I've been trying to slowly get my sleeping back on track. It's not working. You should just be like me and not have a sleep schedule. <laughs> Honestly, I pretty much don't. When do I go to bed? Yeah, anytime between 9 o'clock and 2 in the morning. I go to bed anywhere from 10 a.m. to 1, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Which, if you don't know that you work night shift, <laughs> makes you sound <laughs> crazy. Yes, I've been, I've been door dashing and uh, door dashing and lift in the morning before I go to bed. Which, if you ever door dash, don't door dash in the morning because the money sucks. Breakfast people don't tip. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> kind of people that are going to order breakfast from DoorDash? Probably not. No. <laughs> I don't know what it is about breakfast. People do not. And I usually by the time lunchtime gets here, I'm tired and I just want to. Usually by then, I've got I've got like $35 or $40. And I'm like, that's that's fine. Because that gives me like a little over $100 a week in DoorDash. Mm -hmm. Which is like $400 a month, which is a car payment. So. <laughs> that is a car payment. But a it's a little like, less than my car if, if people tipped as well in the morning as they do with lunch and dinner, then I would be like fifty, sixty dollars by lunchtime. But it's okay. What it's, are you gonna it's do? It's easier. There's less places for breakfast, so it's like McDonald's, Hardee's, I think. Hardee's, McDonald's, Taco Bell. No, I haven't gotten any breakfast from Taco Bell. Does our Taco Bell not do breakfast? They or do. Is no one ordering. They any? do. Just. I haven't gotten any order. Taco Bell breakfast is the I single best. I also don't best. usually get that side of town. Taco Bell breakfast is the best fast food breakfast. I don't know. It tastes amazing. Get a breakfast uh Although that new breakfast taco sounds good. Or get a breakfast crunch wrap. Yeah. Oh, or a breakfast quesadilla. And I I didn't know. You I'm sure you knew this. That Sonic breakfast you can get lunch. Yeah. Yes, Sonic yeah. Sonic serves their entire menu all day. I had a DoorDash for Sonic the other day, and it was like chicken fingers and something else. I'm like, yeah. they're at 8.30 yeah. or 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know you guys had these guys. Sonic, like, yeah, we serve everything all day. Yeah, Sonic doesn't adhere to the rules of society. They say our entire menu is available from open to close. Yes. Everything. Like Breakfast, lunch. Like mm. I don't understand how our Sonic it's going to stay open very long. I'm surprised it's still open. There is never anybody there. Like, the first month it was open, it was it was packed. Oh, like, yeah. I, 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 I go by in the middle of dinner rush, and there's, like, maybe one car. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've seen more than one car there. 
If you're in Jasper, life. Indiana, you want food fast, go to Sonic because there's never anybody. There. They don't have anything else to do. <laughs> like there's no one. There's no one ahead of you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's just two people working in there. Probably like the manager and one person. They... You could Sonic. The Sonic <laughs> store's layout is actually pretty compact enough that you could feasibly have one person running the whole store. Well, huh. you need to for safety. Yes, for safety reasons. And but you, like someone has to be able to run outside to give food yes. to a car. But you could theoretically do everything in there. Yes. With how slow they are, especially, you could you could do it all. Yeah. Uh, oh, anyway. Anywho. Anywho. So that's our week so far. Yay. Just being nosy. That shit is depressing. Uh, so, we've got some stories today. What are we talking about first? Uh, we've got uh, a, a ban on PDHA, public display, displays of homosexual affection in Tennessee, <laughs> which is not what, it se- what the article seems to be. Um, we have uh, Nikki Haley, who's a senator, I believe. Former governor, senator, she's running for president uh-huh. against uh, Trump and Republican stuff uh, with some very non-free speech views. Oh, that'll get her ah. far. I know, in a Republican party. Yeah. In any party. The party of free speech. Well, not a Democrat, so I don't like free speech. Uh, yeah, but they can't say that outright. It's the Constitution that says free speech. Yeah. Whether they're against it or not, they can't say it. Uh, but now with the Israeli... Hamas war, all kinds of oh, you can't say can't say they get can't speak out against Israel. Why not? Well, because they own all the media. <laughs> it's one thing. <laughs> and then a lot of the people that are posting protesting for Hamas, I don't get either because a lot of them are like the pro LGBTQ stuff, which Hamas throws them off buildings. <laughs> it's yeah, like you realize who you're rooting I'm, for, right? I'm going to be honest here. I don't think there's a single country in the Middle East that like the LGBTQ oh, community. Israel. Are, is Israel fine with them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Israel's pretty much fine. Like they're like America. They're like if Canada's like little America, Israel's like little America. Okay. Israel's pretty close to America. Then they're the only Middle Eastern country that's not going to stone you yes. for being gay. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that one doesn't make sense to me, because it's a lot of college kids, and it's a lot of people that support, like, BLM and all that stuff, and it's like, you realize, like, who you're trying, you're, who you're You're literally rooting here. against your only <laughs> ally in that part These of the These people will throw you off a building without biting an eye. Uh, and that's not an exaggeration. No. We've got a bartender extinguishing a life, a hundred-year book return. I'm guessing there's some fees with that. No. <laughs> they what? waved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if it's like, because you usually get the option, like if it's uh, if it's more than so many do- you know dollars, you just, you just buy the book, like twenty bucks, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, "Baby's Got a Gun" by Aerosmith. Love that song. <laughs> Most expensive liquors ever. Some reason I thought I said liquor store, but no, just expensive. Just liquor. the most expensive liquor sold at auction. Nice. And then we've got zombie rare deer. zombie deer again. Chronic washing disease. Chronic wasting, wasting disease. disease. That's how you yes. get zombie deer. I do like the chronic wasting disease. It's 
You ever see a deer like just slam their head against a rock? Just walk away. I've seen one slam their head in my car. That's different. <laughs> or is it? Yes. <laughs> These, uh, I don't know. I'm not super versed in chronic wasting disease, <laughs> but I know that if a deer gets it, like they feel that like there's something in their head, and they will bash their head against a rock until they die. Nice. Yeah, it's great. It's kind of like rabies. I think. It's, kind of, it it's like makes rabies. them go crazy. It, yeah, like, yeah. In that, it in that it way. makes them. They will literally eat each other. Yeah. Zombies' ear disease. Anyway, let's start from the top. All right. Let's talk about this town in Tennessee passing a uh, an anti PDHA law. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was telling you before that this this story was brought to me by a guy at work. Not not like he's not like watch he doesn't watch the show. He's not like you should put this on your stuff. No. He, he identifies as... Everyone is a fan of the show. <laughs> right now on Rumble, zero viewers. <laughs> Killing it. I love all zero of you. <laughs> uh, it, which is weird, because I've got it on <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> it probably knows. So I'm thinking there's something wrong there. Uh, so he, I, he identifies as... Oh, how does he call it? it it's so annoying. He says he is... Uh, Oh, what do you call that? Polyamorous. Yes, open relationship type deal. Yes, but he defines polyamorous differently. Like when he says, I'm polyamorous, he also means he's bisexual. Okay, those are two different words. Like, yeah. I know this. You know this. He doesn't? He's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he should say, I'm, he's... I'm a polyamorous bisexual. Yes, words. it is. You're, you, he needs multiple descriptors. Correct. Yes. Uh, so he's married. He's got a kid, like a baby kid. Like I don't know how old the kid is. But baby, baby, baby toddlerish. Uh, Were he, they shooting a he, gun in Walmart recently? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any relation to the other story. Uh, but, yeah, he. There's a there's a girl that works on the other part of our line that he follows around like a puppy dog. Even though he's married. Uh, yeah. So anyway. Does his wife know that he's polyamorous? She does. He, t- he, he said, this is a couple, few months ago, he said, he said, well, I told my wife I'm polyamorous. And she said, yeah, I kind of know. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, but don't worry, you're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's kind of a, kind <laughs> of a blow against him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so he brought this story to my attention, which so I I looked it up and I started reading the article and it's not what it uh, you know surprise the new, news media has <laughs> the headline has is misleading mis- misgendered the the title <laughs> how's that Oof. so let's see let's put this up here. let's so, talk about uh, Murfreesboro Tennessee Murfreesboro I know Murfreesboro that's where they have a uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's where they do that festival, the music festival every year. Which one? I could be wrong though. The big one. The uh, Burning Man? No, that's like that's New in Mexico like or Arizona. Woodstock? No, that's like New York. Yes, that's I in Chicago. No, it's not Lollapalooza. Then. I drove past Lollapalooza in Chicago a few years ago. No, no, I'm saying it's not Lollapalooza. Then. Oh, oh. What's some What's uh, some of the music festivals? What's some of the other music festivals we got? <laughs> 
you look that up. I'm Tennessee Music down. Festival. A city in Tennessee is using a recently passed ordinance. Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo? Bonnaroo. We're talking about the Bonnaroo Music Festival in yes. Tennessee. The city in Tennessee uh, is using a recently passed ordinance essentially prohibiting homosexuality in public to try to ban library books that might violate the new rules. Huh? Yeah, that's a stretch, I think. Murfreesboro passed an ordinance in June banning indecent behavior, including indecent exposure, public indecency, lewd behavior, nudity, or sexual conduct. Those things, aren't they already illegal? Being publicly indecent, being naked in public, having sex in public? Yes. Yeah. Why do they need to pass another law? And nothing in the ordinance says anything about homosexuality. Yeah, that's just, hey, don't fuck on our streets. <laughs> Which yeah. I thought so, was a law everywhere anyway. Yeah, yeah the, so the news is making it sound like, and I guess the case can be made that that's how they're enforcing it against homosexuality mm-hmm. or homosexual homosexuality. Uh but I do believe I do believe they're using it to block like the gay pride parade that kind of stuff. Which but, you know, I've the, seen the videos of gay pride parades. A lot of them need to be blocked. Need to be just a for little those bit, reasons. Cens- censor them a little bit. Yeah. You know, don't don't not have them. You know, do your parade, but maybe don't have your dick out. Yes, that's all we ask. Don't do anything other indecent. I don't want to see anybody else's dick ever. Uh, yes. This ordinance specifically mentioned Section 2172 of the City Code. So the City Code states that sexual conduct includes homosexuality, which, yeah, it would include all sexuality. they're writing this in a way that misleads you again, because they're saying that... But that's not in quotes, so how is it worded? I don't know how it's worded in the City Code, but the way they're saying it is sexual conduct includes being homosexual. That's how they're trying to get this across in the article. Right, but that's not. That's definitely homosexuality not isn't being homosexual. Well, that it's is the act of it's homosexuality. Is, it, yeah, but like they're saying, sexual conduct. I'd love, I'd love to see that quote. The the actual wording. Click well. the link. Let's go to section twenty one seventy two of uh, Murfreesboro. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of legalese here. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, what was it? So, sexual, sexual conduct, conduct means acts, acts of, masturbation, of masturbation, homosexuality, homosexuality sexual, sexual intercourse, or physical contact. Yeah. So, in this... It's acts of homosexuality. Yeah, by, like using acts the, by, acts, by using the context clues, <laughs> it's not homosexuality as in the state of being. It's homosexuality as in acts, right? Like, yeah, the acts Physical of, outward, outward manifestation. Don't, don't, don't fuck in our streets. Just... <laughs> Unclothed genitals, public area, buttocks. Or, or if such if person, such person be, a female, be a female, breast. Breast, <laughs> breast singular. <laughs> Sexual, Sexual excitement. excitement means the condition of human male or female <laughs> genitals when in a state of sexual stimulation or arousal. <laughs> Sadomasochistic abuse. Means flagellation or torture by or upon a person clad in undergarments, a mask, or bizarre costume. <laughs> People have no idea what any of this means. They're just writing words. Yes. 
anyway, looking at the legalese, it is saying acts of homosexuality, yes. which is the kind of thing no one wants to see in public. I don't want to see anyone, you know, humping each other in public. I don't care if they're gay, straight, whatever. Yes. Keep it at home. There is a section in the law for, it is unlawful for a person to knowingly sell or loan uh, to a minor pictures, photography, so pornography, basically. Of a uh, person or portion of the human body or, which depicts nudity. books, pamphlets, magazines, which also contain pornography. Yes, yeah, so I don't... But nothing, yeah, there's nothing specific about homosexuality no, it's except saying, for the act of... It's just, it's saying, don't be humping in our streets <laughs> and don't give our kids porn. Yes. That is what the law explicitly states. Now, however, they're, however, they're enforcing it. Is you know, I don't know how they're enforcing it, but that's how the law is worded. Right. Like and like I said, there could be police. The police could be using it to enforce other agendas, but yes. that's not the way the law is worded. So, the law is worded like I honestly. So, so they they have laws for strip clubs too. I'm sorry, erotic dance facilities. Uh a.k.a. strip clubs. It shall be unlawful for any person maintaining, owning, or operating an erotic dance right. studio located within the city to permit dancing at any location other, other than, than a platform, platform intended. intended for that purpose, no. which is raised at least two feet from the no, level like, of the floor. I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> dancing must be no closer than ten feet to any person. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Do not permit any dancer to fondle or caress any patron. Permit any patron to fondle or caress any dancer. To permit any patron... That's what the bouncers are for. To permit any patron to directly pay or give any gratuity to any dancer. What? Nobody would be a dancer then. You know that thing you do at strip clubs? Don't do it. It doesn't matter what your answer to that thing you do at strip clubs is. Don't do it. And now they're just repeating themselves. Unlawful for any dancer to dance within ten feet. Well, it's saying that it's uh, it's the owner's responsibility okay. to make sure that's happening, and then it's saying it's the dancer's responsibility to make sure it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that is uh, the law, which again is not Tennessee does not like sexual positivity. They don't like anything. Well, they don't like strip clubs. <laughs> they don't like they, they don't like gay people. They, who do they, they like? They probably don't mind regular sexuality. The law was probably put in place specifically to target, like, gay pride yes, parades. it probably was. But they couldn't word it that way. But if you're a totally it's one of those, unbiased party... If we can't play nice with the ball, I'm taking the ball home. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things where if you have, like, an unbiased third party just reading the, the laws in right. Murfreesboro, Tennessee... It's like, strip clubs are no fun. No one's allowed to do anything sexual in the slightest. Well, that, it's a case of in they, public. they ruined it for everybody. Yes. <laughs> you, can't keep your, you can't keep your gay strippers in the strip club. Now they have to be within 10 feet. <laughs> you can't tip them. So, uh, anyone who violates a new ordinance is barred from hosting public events or selling goods and services at public events for two years. Anyone who violates the ordinance in the presence of minors is barred for five years. I feel like that should be more. Uh, American Civil Liberties Union is, is challenging backing a challenge the ordinance. the ordinance. 
but it hasn't stopped officials from implementing the measure. Last Monday, the Rutherford County Steering Committee met to discuss removing all books that might potentially violate the ordinance from the public library. When have the people who ban books ever been the good guys? They're not. I mean, they're just saying, don't put this somewhere where kids are going to get yeah, to it. Nowhere in the ordinance does it say you have to take the books out of the library. It says you can't lend them to minors. Well, they are removing it from the library. That's what I'm saying. That's not what the law says. It's true. Just, it's just don't give it to You have law. an adult yeah. section, which I'm pretty sure every library does. Yeah, but a kid can walk over to the adult section and open a book. Not if you have a bouncer. Not. <laughs> or one of those, you must be this tall. Just put it upstairs. No kid's going to willingly climb <laughs> stairs to get to a True. book. I would never. I wouldn't now. I wouldn't ever. Uh, yeah. Murfreesboro city officials have already used now, the ordinance. Now, if we're talking like school library, yes, take the books out. Yes. Because yeah. that's only kids going in there. Uh, the officials have already used the ordinance to ban four books that discuss LGBTQ themes. Uh, in August, the county library board pulls the books Flamer, Let's Talk About It, Queerfully and Wonderfully Made, and This Book is Gay. <laughs> That's a great title. That is a great title. I, I love whoever I also wrote like that. Fl I also like Flamer. It implemented a new library card system that categorizes books into age groups. Okay. Okay with that. Which I thought there was already age limits on library You would books. think. Well, yeah, but on the card, it's specifically on the card. It tells you, kind of like when you get your license and you're under 21, you got a certain picture. And it's rotated. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. uh, but I don't, I don't agree with taking the books out of the library. If, if you got the age restriction on there. What, what are you taking the book out of the library for? Library director Rita Shacklett worried in August that the new rules would prevent students from accessing books they need for class. Oh, I need that new she, flamer book for class. She explained that many classic high school books, such as To Kill a Mockingbird, are classified as adults. I don't know about that. There's, I think there's sexual assault. Well, most novels, most novels have erotic scenes in it. Yeah. And so they're, they're classifying them as adults. A case could be made for that. But if you've got age appropriate, because usually you don't read that kind of stuff until you're in high school. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. saying it's high, it's a high school book, but yeah. it's being classified as adult. So so what? But what is the age that they would restrict that? I would assume 18 for adult. I mean, it doesn't go going back to the legalese. It's, it's going back in, in to this, the city code. It says that minors are specified at seventeen of age. Minors are minor means any person under the age of seventeen. Yes. So, so if they follow their own laws, yeah. So that should be a lower age. I think, or I've at least a, a graduated I, type thing. I don't know. There's, it, I've seen a high lot school of, age should be allowed to be. I've seen a lot of things. I couldn't tell you what, but uh, <laughs> describing a minor as sixteen or under. It depends on the state. It does. It's that oh, like an age of consent thing. Like yeah. Certain states are 16, certain states are 17, so some states are, I think, 18, I think. But most are like 16, I think. Yeah, and then the government, you know, the federal government says 18. Yeah. And then states are like, okay, but yeah. I'm saying this. Some states are like older, but then there's like a, or younger, but there's like a 
certain age yeah. bracket. You can be younger, but only with someone who's within like two years of your age. Yeah. So that's what that's that's the Romeo Juliet clause. Or yes. Uh, yes. The Romeo Juliet clause specifies that if you are in a relation in a relationship in high school, and you graduate 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 out of high school, and that other person's still in high school, you can still date that person. I don't but, think it specifies high school. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an age thing. It's, 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 it's if you're age. both dating and then one of you turns 18, right. then the person who turned 18 can't be charged with yeah. being right. with a minor. It's like they were so, in a predetermined So if like two 15-year-olds yeah. hook up, they're not they're not going to get busted for under eight. For yeah, or or if you if a 16 both. and a 15 yeah. year old have been dating, and then the 16 year old turns 18, right. they're not going to get in trouble for being with a 17 year old. Right. Or the age of consent. That, that, that all falls under kids will be kids. <laughs> yeah, that under that falls <laughs> under if you imagine it, your kids probably doing it or thinking of doing it. Oh, <laughs> all right, so that's uh. The Tennessee anti-PDHA, not really. It's just anti-PDHA. It's anti-fun. It does seem to be yeah, anti-fun. It does seem to be the way they're they're pushing it. Yeah, they're enforcing it in an anti. The banning is stupid because you've already got. You're 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 coming out with library cards that differentiate the ages, so they can't take out adult books. So what are you banning the book for? Like, Charles said, Donna Claus said that you needed an an adult guardian. To so check, check out, out an adult, adult book. book. Adult book, which is even more redundant. Uh, well, yeah. no, it's saying that like if you if if you're trying to check out an adult book, and you have a parent there, your parent can can okay it to be on mm-hmm. your library card. Yeah. I'm okay, like for the like the the high school mandatory reading type stuff, the, the Killing Mockingbird, other novels with erotic stuff. Like I'm okay with them leaving the age at 17 but allowing the books to be checked out with parental permission because mm-hmm. like some parents are really really strict and they don't want their parents they don't want their kids even at 17 to read that stuff like for six you know even in high school they don't want their kids to read that stuff which i'm kind of because i've always been okay with like the sex ed to stuff too like like you know you have to get permission to do sex ed it's like well no i'll I, we can teach my kids at home i don't need i don't need you to talk <laughs> you know so we never did that, I don't think. No, I took sex ed. Yeah. Cause Not that it was very educational. No, but it's... I learned the names of a few diseases. It's awkward <laughs> enough for us to talk about it. I don't want to let you learn at school. <laughs> I don't want to have to talk to you about it. <laughs> I learned at school. I didn't learn from well, school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Learn sex ed like everybody else, from your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Where did they learn it? <laughs> Who knows? Somewhere. Ugh. So, there you go. The the quasi ban on homosexual it is an anti fun law used to uh, you being used against homosexuality. Yes. All right. But so, the the law as written is really just no fun. Right. But it was kind of it's kind of the yeah. If you can't play nice, we'll take our ball home. Nobody can play. Yeah. Right, Definitely so being used. This next one is a video. Uh, it's I couldn't find the video of the original interview she did, so it's got a it's got a clip of her saying what she said on here because there was more to it that uh, uh, they don't have in the, when they played a clip of her, but I think they talk about. 
so, and this is Nikki Haley running for president on, as a Republican. The video is not loading. It is paused. We'll see. So. Nikki Haley wants to abolish anonymity on the Internet, a stance that was winning her absolutely zero support from conservatives. That's right. The 2024 GOP presidential candidate. This guy looks like he's 12 years old. He does. <laughs> recently said that social media platforms should be forced to verify users' identities in order to protect national security. Let's look. Right, so first, the removing anonymity online. People have said over the years to, to prevent like trolling and bots and stuff like that, which is it's not, not going to no no. Even I if, mean, even if they did, they'd find their way around it. Yeah, they and always there's, there's will. pretty much Facebook's not anonymous, and people yeah. still say all kinds of crazy crap on Facebook. So yeah, <laughs> listen. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. I've got a couple problems with this. First of all, there's a lot bigger problems that the first thing you do when you become president is that. Uh, how about something? Do something about the wars overseas. How about doing something about homeless people? Have yeah. The first thing you're gonna well, do. Well, we can do something about homeless people. We just need President G whatever to, to visit, to every, visit every, every city in America. Every city in America. Yes. <laughs> homeless, uh, homeless, and trash situation will be cleaned up 24 hours. Yes. And the other thing is she's talking, she starts out saying she, uh, the first thing is she wants to have the social media companies to reveal their algorithms to the American people. So no one's going to know what that means, even if they did show an algorithm. Well, what that, but what she says to the American people, she means to the government. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like she's going to have them. She would have them just publish it, make it public. She's like, yeah, no, because that's uh, we want the uh, CIA and FBI to look at your algorithms, yeah, proprietary because, technology. Because no good can come of that. Yeah, they, the their algorithms and stuff like that are proprietary. Well, I think to their, their Twitter one's public domain. I think. I doubt their whole I algorithm. Thought, is. I thought Elon Musk made their algorithm kind of public domain. I don't know. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, no. all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say. And it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. No. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids and it's going to help our country. There are okay. What, what was so, that? What was that thing where the robots fight each other on TV? Oh, was it just? No, it was like actual like like real robot. steel. No, oh. that's a movie. <laughs> like the 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 real one where the robot they're usually battle bots. Battle bots. Yeah. Ah. So in a battle bots match, you take a robot, Japanese or China China bots. I'm taking the Japanese bots. I think Russia bots. Are They'd I think, also be made I think they'd be all right. I think studios. there's a Russian boxer in, in Rocky. <laughs> so I give with you. what she's saying, she's assuming a lot, okay? She's assuming <laughs> that... Well, first of all, she doesn't have a chance in hell of becoming president. Correct. No. But no. also, in her entire situation She's not even here, number two behind Trump, I don't think. She's assuming that people only talk on social media 
Okay, I could name a couple forum boards where, like, you can't even make an account. You are anonymous. Right. And you can say whatever well, you want. She's like my age. We don't know this stuff. Okay, but you know <laughs> that there are places you can leave Facebook and find a place to go say something anonymously. Yes. Where your pastor and your family aren't going to see it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. great. Make Facebook ID verified, whatever. There's pretty, other places. It pretty much is. It pretty much is. Like, you have to verify your phone number, I think. Yeah. You have you to have verify to, something. You have to verify a phone number for age. Because you you there's an age restriction yeah. on your Facebook. So. It's, it's already fairly verified. But Twitter, like, I don't think, does any kind of verification. Yeah. And then you got stuff like Reddit. I think, you have, not, I think just, Twitter now has, like, a, you have to verify something. No, in you, terms of, you like, can pay to be verified, but I don't think you actually have to verify. No, like, you to, might like, have to, to access your account, you need to, like, verify, like, an email or a phone number. Well, that's any, using any website. Yeah, anything, yeah. you have to have a verification. But on. you could just make a Google yeah. Gmail. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you can literally just go somewhere where they don't even, you, there's nowhere to sign in. It's not an option. You just type whatever you want to say. Yeah. The net was quick to react, blasting the former South Carolina governor for what many argued was blatantly unconstitutional. She called it the net. The net. No the one net. calls it the net. the net. Correct me if no. I'm wrong. I haven't heard anyone call it. At least GOP net. primary opponent Ron DeSantis posted on X, you know who were anonymous writers back in the day? Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, and James Madison when they wrote the Federalist Papers. They were yeah. not national security threats, nor that are worked. the many conservative Americans <laughs> across the country who... They kind of yeah, were national were. security threats because at the time we were British. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the Federalist <laughs> Papers themselves, like that was when we had the first iteration of the... The Federalist per Papers the... were... After the Declaration, but before the before the Constitution, Constitution itself, yeah. So, like, they were they were like, we're we're doing we're in war right now, but here's a real quick, here's a rough draft. Speaking of, actually, no, that's after the war too. Speaking oh, of it? founding fathers, total like, left did, field here. So, oh, hold on. Uh, so Spotify Premium now has free audiobooks. Uh huh. Cool. They're not all free, but there's like three hundred thousand free audiobooks. That's enough. Which is Cool, because considering like usually to buy an audiobook is like a month of Spotify Premium, so it's like there's usually like nine or ten books to buy a book. Yeah, uh, and Audible <clears throat> pay like twelve dollars and you get a book a month. Yeah, so I have been I've been listening to some like I was listening to like a auto uh, not an auto a biography on Washington. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through like the presidents and like founding fathers kind mm-hmm. of stuff. It's pretty cool. Did you know? You may have, you may know this. I don't know that. Like Washington basically started the French Indian War, the French and Indian War. I did not know that. Huh? So <laughs> he wasn't president yet. Obviously, mm-hmm. he, I guess this is before uh, the revolution. So he was a lieutenant colonel, I believe, in like the Virginia. Mm-hmm. I could have the wrong state, Carolina, Virginia, somewhere around there. Virginia. Uh, military. Whatever mm-hmm. I don't the know, militia, yeah, militia, military, whatever. Uh, the armed forces. Yes, the armed forces. So he was sent to check on the French, which were building some forts, like up around Ohio, Pennsylvania area, where they weren't supposed to be building forts. So he had he had some Indians with him. Uh, he didn't have a very big group. It was maybe like seventy-five to one hundred people total. I think it was 
less than that. I think there's more like 50. But uh, some were Indians, some were not. So the French also had some Indians with them and some Indians not. The, but there was a French group of like 30-something that were camped out kind of near where Washington was camped out. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the night, some of his men thought they heard people spying on them, like rustling in the leaves, like, you know, out, out there. So they, so they decided that the French that were camped sort of nearby, I don't know how close they were, but they were they were spying on them. This is Washington's group? Yeah, Washington's group. So they decided, Washington decided to attack the French people. Uh, so they went and they attacked them and they killed like maybe 10 or whatever, which like a third, there was like 30-something, so like a third of them ended up getting killed and then uh, they kind of surrendered and and the Indians that were with Washington went in and scalped everybody. <laughs> like, and Washington did nothing to stop them. Like, he didn't participate. He didn't, didn't say, go do that. But he didn't try to stop them. He, he saw it happening <laughs> and just kind of turned around. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, and that was like, that conflict was like the, the, predis- the precursor to what, I mean, the French were already building these forts that they weren't supposed to be building, and the stuff was happening anyway, but this was like the trigger, because then the French came back and said, well, no, that group wasn't spying on you. They were sent to give a message to the British and colonial forces. They weren't, they weren't sitting there spying. They were, they were, the guy had a message to, to deliver. <laughs> and Washington's like, well, if he had a message to deliver, why was he camped there for like two weeks? <laughs> it's like, just walk up and give me the message and then leave. <laughs> the message so, said we're declaring war. There's some on debate you. whether he was in the right or wrong for attacking them or whether they were spying on him, but either way, that, that battle pretty much sparked the French and Indian War. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Which I never knew there was any connection to Washington and the French and Indian War. Me I neither. really don't know much about the French and Indian War. Other than I know there was there French, French and there was Indians. Indians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, judging by their record, did the French lose? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, sorry, so where were we? Yeah. we were were at, they, say, were, they were not. So the Federalist Papers. Federalist Papers. Yes. Uh, they they were written before the Constitution, but after we were independent, like after we became independent and yeah. free. So Britain. after the Revolutionary yeah. War. Um. So they were actually written. Um. Before, like after the first iteration of our government, where every state was completely separate from each other, mm-hmm. we had no federal government essentially. We yeah. only had like thirteen states. We have no yeah. bananas. <laughs> they bananas? didn't. They didn't have any bananas. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, so we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. <laughs> Just talk over them. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> now I'm going to mind you. So, all the states are separate at this point in time. They had their own separate currencies, their own separate... Military. Yeah. Um, but, and that's when we did had the... Uh, oh, I think it's like the Constitutional Convention? Constitutional Convention? I don't know. I don't remember the exact name. The thing where they got together to make some rules. The thing that yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> and uh, it was and they were getting close to 
uh, implementing the Constitution, and that's been Alexander, John Jay, and James Madison, uh, uh, well, Federalist Papers, defending the Constitution, because at that, because they were committing treason, making the Constitution. Yeah. Well, they already committed treason with the Revolution. No, I think he's saying they were committing treason against their own separated, their own 13 colonies, countries that they've made. They were committing treason against Against that by creating a federal constitution. Mm -hmm. So the Federalist Papers were saying, hold up. Well, because the Federalist Papers were a a case to join as a union. Yes. Yes. They were like, I know this this is technically treason, but just hear me out real quick. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, when you have those three big names, you know, Hamilton, John Jay, James Madison, the American people of that time are going to be like, okay, what's you got? Uh, yeah, so let's see. Exercise their constitutional right to voice their opinions without fear of being harassed or canceled by the school they go to or the company they work for. Not one to miss a chance to hit Haley. Presidential hopeful Vivek Ramaswamy made a similar point. Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, James Madison wrote the Federalist Papers under pseudonyms. Here's what they would say to Nikki Haley if they were alive. Get your heels off my neck and go back to England. <laughs> All right. Friend of the show, Glenn Greenwald, also claimed the move would be unconstitutional, posting, is Nikki Haley aware that the Federalist Papers were written by Fathers? <laughs> I think everybody got Haley the memo. may be one of the most warmongering and authoritarian candidates for president in some time. She's completely unhinged. This is blatant. Boy, do I. So, the original plan was only to create, like, 30 to 50 of these things, made 100 of them. The papers? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Hamilton made like 51 of them. Was it 81? I don't remember. Are they all copies of the same thing or were they different? I'm sure papers. they're all different. Okay. But yeah, John's Jay and like, uh, Madison were like maybe like 30 combined. Yeah. <laughs> I know Hamilton was the big mm-hmm. He liked the right. Unconstitutional, and that's from a former constitutional lawyer. Yes, it is clearly blatantly unconstitutional. Um, and in fact, the people who helped write our constitution clearly valued uh, anonymous or pseudonymous speech. So the idea that you would do away with that is just anathema. Um, the platforms, it strictly violates the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law. That to speak. Yeah. And so it's it's unconstitutional. It's also a bad idea for all <laughs> the reasons stop. being pointed yeah. out. Um, some I people... It's going to make all of social media Facebook. <laughs> we don't... I'm just not going to say it. It's, it's it's not a young person mindset for how the okay. internet works. Right. Um, the idea that this would magically solve the bots problem is also not a bot farm. People like Jeremy Corbyn are being targeted. Guess was, but one of the participants is a twi- is a well-known Twitter X account, comfortably smug, and she was saying she's like, and he's like, so I would have to put my name. And she's like, well, you could say comfortably smug after your name, and they kind of chuckle about it. But it, like, it's clear that I mean, there are, like there are conservatives who use this. There's leftists. There's all sorts of people. Uh, sometimes it's because people have something important to say, but would risk. Notes he says the University of Florida ministers, administrators are still violating the Constitution by telling banned groups that they can still exist only if they sign a vow denouncing Hamas. Creepy requirements to affirm or denounce what? beliefs all in the Constitution by on? telling banned groups. 
yes. uh, pointed out, um, he's and, and he's, he's quoting Fire, which is um, the free speech uh, mm-hmm. outlet that you also quote a lot. Uh, as Fire notes, he says, the University of Florida administrators, administrators are still violating the Constitution by telling banned groups that they can still exist only if they sign a vow denouncing Hamas. Creepy requirements to affirm or denounce beliefs also violate the First Amendment. Obviously. So I don't really know where Ron DeSantis gets off criticizing Nikki mm-hmm. Haley when he has proudly announced that he wants to go to war against campus groups in his own state. Yeah, so that shouldn't happen either. I don't think there's any more like clips of her on here. Oh, we've got some great electoral candidates. Yeah. yeah. So free speech is alive and well. For now. <laughs> free speech is on life support. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, it is in the hospital and no one is coming to visit. It's on life support and the power just went out. How long can the generators <laughs> keep up? Hope you got some diesel. Uh, hope uh, you got some solid state batteries back there. There you go. Uh, next, next we have Matthew's favorite story. I don't want to hear about this. Too bad. <laughs> This is just good fun. A man gave himself hoop transplants using his mom's feces to treat his debilitating Crohn's. Then he started experiencing her menopause symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some questions. I really don't need an article. I mean, the headline. I've got some questions. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent with my, my lack of knowledge. What is Crohn's disease? Uh, it's pretty much I don't know if it's the main thing or if it's a byproduct but it it gives you uncontrollable bowels like okay you literally like you could be sitting here and then like a second later you're pooping your pants okay uh, question two <laughs> what is a poop transplant uh, pretty much what it sounds like it's uh, I mean normally it's done by a medical professional and the the, the thought behind it being uh, you have bacteria and enzymes in your colon uh-huh. that helps break down feces and makes everything nice down there, uh-huh. makes everything work properly. Crohn's disease, you don't have that, or you've got bad bacteria. That, so the, the thought is you put someone with good bacteria and enzymes in You introduce in that bacteria into the yes. colon. Yes, yes. Okay. To, to, to try to fix your bacteria. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. But normally it's a medical professional. Why are you saying normally? <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. Did he do it himself? It's not as rare as you would think. That's why. Uh, but a, a medical professional would get it from the healthy person, and they would actually do tests on it, make sure that it's healthy and it's good, and then they would are you put saying it in like a suppository kind of thing. Huh? Are you saying this man did it himself? Do you, did you read the headline? <laughs> Oh my Gave god. Himself. Oh. <laughs> I totally I skipped that part. That's I didn't the best want part. to realize it. That is the best part. I was wondering why you kept saying normally it's done by a medical professional. <laughs> like what are you saying here? I'm okay. saying this was not normal. And the implication here is that the bacteria in her feces was carrying <laughs> some of menopause. <laughs> menopause starts in the colon. Yes. As we all know. It's not approved for treating Crohn's. The, the, for DIY poop the, transplants. The DIY poop transplants. He put her poop in his rectum. That would be a good name for a book. No. 
No! He put her poop in his rectum for over four rectum. years. Damn near killed him. Damn near. <laughs> this treatment is not approved. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's doing black market poop transplants on himself. <laughs> With his own mama. So, the man was hospitalized by debilitating Crohn's disease, found relief after putting his mom's poop in his rectum in a do-it-yourself treatment, but was surprised to experience her menopause symptoms also. How do you find out that you can do this to supposedly cure Crohn's? Because it's a thing. It, that, it is, it is that, a thing. It's a thing. It's just, he decided yeah. to do it himself. So, I mean, Charlie not, Curtis, yeah. from Toronto, Canada. Oh, well, that problem. explains a lot. That's... that's <laughs> Who's in his mid-thirties did DIY poop transplants or fecal microbiota transplants for over four years? He told filmmaker Saffron Cassidy in the new documentary Designer <laughs> Shit. I saw Designer Shit once they in concert. They were good. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a bit, sounds like a, a garage band name. Fecal microbiota transplants, or FMTs, usually involve a doctor taking poop from a healthy donor and blending it with a saline solution, making it sterile, kind of. In FDA-approved procedures, the saline and feces mixture is then inserted into the recipient's gastrointestinal tract through an enema or taken via aura capsules. It can also be done via a colonoscopy or upper end endoscopy. So... They can either shove it up your butt or shove it down your throat. Yeah, I don't want feces going down my throat. No I don't matter what form you put it in. I don't want feces <laughs> going up my butt either. No, but if we're given the, if those are the only two options, I'd rather it go in the back yes. door than come in the front door. Yes. Uh, the recipient absorbs healthy bacteria from the donated stool, and this repopulates the bacteria in their gut, which might be depleted from using drugs such as antibiotics or illness. Cleveland Clinic. Why are we listening to Cleveland? Because <laughs> Cleveland rocks. FMTs are currently only FDA and Health Canada approved as a treatment for persistent C. diff bacterial infection. So Charlie Curtis and his mom, Sky Curtis, decided to do it themselves C. diff home. is uh, when your bacteria get out of balance because of the medications. Like if you're if you have chronic illnesses and you take a lot of medications, that's what the C. diff is. You okay. get it in people get it in hospitals a lot. Doing an at-home <clears throat> FMT always runs the risk of contracting a disease from donor stool. Uh, Dr. Amy Shaw, a gastroenterologist in Maryland, previously told Insider. What a title. I want to... <laughs> yeah, I... Just call me doctor, but what, what do you do? I'm a gastroenterologist... <laughs> The doctor. Yes. Uh, he was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2006 at the age of 18 and developed Crohn's disease. The inflammation of the digestive tract from the mouth to the anus. It kills me that anus is the medical term. <laughs> mouth to anus is another. They opened up for the other one. <laughs> mouth to anus. I think they did the soundtrack for Human Centipede. <laughs> Uh, some with some parts remaining healthy. What <laughs> says who? Whereas ulcerative colitis is inflammation limited to the colon. Gotcha. Can coming oh, Crohn's symptoms can come and go depending on whether the condition is active and can include fever, diarrhea, fatigue, stomach pain, and cramps. Well, the diarrhea covers stomach pain and cramps, I believe, <laughs> and fatigue. 
bloody stools, mouth sores, low appetite, weight loss, pain, or drainage near and around the anus. If you've got drainage, you've got pain. There is no cure, but treatments can include drugs, changes to diet, and surgery. So if you have Crohn's, just grab your mom's poop. If you have Crohn's, your butt's broken. Yes. You have broken butt syndrome. PBS. Uh, despite taking medication, Charlie Curtis's Crohn's symptoms got so bad that he was hospitalized and was going to the bathroom 40, 40 times, times a, a day? day? Yikes. you got to have some good uh, medicated wipes. That's... Okay, well, you're awake for what, like... That's twice an hour. Twelve? Twice an hour. Sixteen hours? You're awake for sixteen hours? If you sleep eight hours, yeah, sixteen hours. Okay, so that's a little more than twice an hour. Two two to three times an hour. Yeah. Which... Every twenty minutes. That does... (laughs) See, two to three times an hour doesn't sound that bad. But then when you say every twenty minutes... (laughs) Yeah. That hits at home. It's like, man, you can't do anything. No. You can't get through an episode of a show so without having to... Evidently, poop. it was her mom, his mom's idea. Cause she contacted Thomas Barodi, Barodi, Director of Center of Digestive Diseases in Sydney, Australia, who pioneered the FMT treatments in the 1980s. He suggested that she donated her healthy stools. <laughs> so she contacted the guy who invented the treatment, and surprise, he thought it would help. <laughs> they look after her stool was test. They did test her her stool for any diseases. Uh, they began Aww, doing the transplants Christmas. on Christmas Day. <laughs> Merry Christmas! It's not cold. Yeah, they uh, did them every day for a talking. month. Then every two days for a month. Then every third day <laughs> for a month. And then they got all the way down to once a month. They did that for three and a half years. <sighs> Yikes. Newly, new stool every time. They didn't keep the old stool. That's good. <laughs> Thank God. Is that like a vintage? It's like a vintage date. <laughs> Does it get better with age? We got any of that? Two thousand nine. Used by. And it worked. When I was actually doing the procedure, Charlie said, "I'd feel tink- tingling inside of me." Tingling does not feel healthy. No, normal people don't feel tingling inside. It felt healthy. It felt like it was Tingling does not feel healthy. (laughs) If any part of me is tingling, that part of me does not feel healthy in that moment. No. Not even if my leg falls asleep. Well, that doesn't feel healthy. That's what I'm saying. What if I stand up weird and my leg's asleep and it snaps because I can't feel anything down there? Did you ever fall down from that? No. I haven't, actually. I was on the couch once. This is back when we lived in the duplex. I was sitting on the couch... Like with my one leg tucked under, and the, someone knocked on the door, rang the doorbell. I forget, but I I popped up real quick to answer the door, not realizing my leg was asleep because you know it, it was so far asleep it was completely numb. So I just jumped oh off the God. couch and immediately immediately fell down on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't because looked. it's hard to stand on one leg when you're not expecting it. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the closest I have to that is when we were living in the duplex, and I like. I think I hadn't eaten all day or something, and I stood up and went to the kitchen, and I passed out. <laughs> yeah, that happens. So uh, I need a refill of my drink, and then I just wake up, and I'm on the floor. By the way, Rumble loves pooped off. We're up to six now. 
Of course they did. <laughs> because they're probably thinking, what the hell? Hello, my poop talk people on Rumble. Not so much on YouTube. Let me know if you're also grossed out by this. You should be. That's yeah. normal. Please do. Yes. Ugh. Be grossed out, I mean. Uh, since we have six people on Rumble, make sure you hit the thumbs up, like, and subscribe. Uh, Charlie hello. Curtis experienced unexpected side effects. <laughs> sweating, hot flashes, and mood swings similar to what his menopausal mom was experiencing. At the time, I was going through menopause, Scott really? Curtis said in the documentary. And so was he! <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I know. <laughs> Donated poop. <laughs> that band was also on the, on the, on the dais. <laughs> You know what the name of the music festival is? Shit show. <laughs> what shit on? Uh, the fan there? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. The poop does transmit high levels of hormones. I wouldn't think there'd be hormones in your poop. I don't know. Apparently there was. It's possible that Charlie was experiencing the same symptoms as his mom because he was absorbing hormones from her poop, although it's not been proven. Yeah, I don't. I think it's been proven at this point, hasn't it? I mean, the the yeah, but <laughs> the hormone would be estrogen. Like, I don't think hormones cause menopause. Like, it's as the as the hormones start to go away, your body goes through menopause. I think. I mean, I'm not a menopause expert. Hormones, so. Right. So, introducing new hormones, I wouldn't think would. Well, introducing the it new ones might like have similar, similar effects. Yeah, similar effects, I guess. Um, this next paragraph's a doozy. This isn't <laughs> the first time that an FMT is thought to have caused changes outside of the gut in patients. In one 2019 study involving autistic children, as well as helping gastrointestinal issues, FMTs were linked to improvements in social responsiveness and their developmental age. While multiple studies suggest that they can improve symptoms of Parkinson's disease, Wait, such as sleep what? disturbances. So, poop swapping is a is a miracle cure. There have even Pretty been soon a, we'll all be poop swapping. There's even been a few cases of people with alopecia regaining oh, some hair on. growth. Come on. What? Hey, you going bald? <laughs> I'm sure they got all this information from the guy who invented the procedure. <laughs> okay, hold on. So, bear with me. Remember that you can do this orally, right? You're on bald, eat shit. You're autistic, eat shit. You have Parkinson's, eat shit. You got Crohn's, eat shit. <laughs> Ugh, you just menopause may apply. You want to commit suicide, eat shit and die. <laughs> eat shit and don't die. There's not enough research on FMPs for them to be approved to treat other health issues. Yeah. You can tell there's not enough research because they're getting all this. It can cure everything. Where's Where's your source? There's no source. <laughs> it's all the guy who invented it. He's He's the world's expert because it was only invented in the 80s. He, he came up with the procedure. Oh boy! Procedure is 40 years old. Doing an at-home FMT always runs the risk of contracting a disease from donor stool. No shit. This procedure is not <laughs> at all, is like it's younger than you by like at least 10 years. Oh yeah. I was in high school in the 80s. Well, late 80s, but yeah. Jesus. So there you go. I thought you'd like that story. Remember, if you if there's anything wrong with you, just eat shit. <laughs> and, and it'll get better. I will not be eating shit. I'll I will take not a be shit enema. 
I was not going to do that either. <laughs> if my only choices in life to live are to eat shit or get a, a shit emina, a, a enema, then uh, it's my time to go. <laughs> a shit suppository. Yeah, I'm not... No one else's shit is going inside of my body, okay? No. If that's the only way that I will, I can survive, then it's my time to die. And I will gladly just go out at that time. <laughs> there you go. There's our... Our poop swapping story. Let us know. Would you rather die or get a poop enema? <laughs> or would you rather eat some shit? Yeah, would you like to take a shit <laughs> pill? <laughs> poop enema. Oh, God. Good, there's a lot of good band, punk rock band names in here. DIY poop <laughs> transplants, poop enema, designer shit. <laughs> Gonna poop. Who's headlining this shit festival? Designer shit. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, oh God. Right. Now to something different. Let's, something not shit. Well, this is still kind of shit. Let's talk about this bartender. All right. Bartender okay. beats women. Bartender what? beats woman to death with fire extinguisher, leaves body with sandbag overhead on a construction site. So I want you to know that the link to this article just said, bartender beats woman with fire extinguisher. And I thought, okay, that sounds kind of funny. And then <laughs> there's a whole other sentence here that makes it sound like, oh my god, this guy is insane. Yes. Fire extinguisher, sandbags. Both both used for... Uh, well, fire extinguishers, for obviously, for fighting fire. Sandbags are usually used for fighting floods. Yes. So. Uh, and the body was under a chain link. It seemed. Oh yeah. So yeah. So we be got. Honest, I'm not even confident that we want to talk about this, but well, why not? It's there. We'll talk about it's it. <laughs> a bartender has been charged with the murder of a 27-year-old woman after she was found beaten to death with a fire extinguisher, and her body was left on a construction site with a sandbag covering her head. Just a head. The suspects. At first, when I read that, I was thinking sandbag, like, full of sand, just draped over her head. I'm thinking there was no sand in the bag. It was I'm thinking, over her yes. head. Like, okay, that, make, that makes that, more that, sense. I just pictured her laying down the ground with a sandbag. I didn't even like imagine. a pillow over her face. I didn't even imagine over her face. I imagined that she was propped up against that chain link fence, and there was just a sandbag <laughs> on top of her. <laughs> That's literally what went through my mind. Uh, the suspect, Dino Rojas Moreno, I probably said that wrong. A 26-year-old bartender from Laguna Hills, California, it's happening in California, was arrested after the body of 27-year-old Tatum Goodwin was discovered on Sunday at about 8.20 a.m. by a worker at a construction site in the 100 block of South Coast Highway, Laguna Beach. Didn't we stop at Laguna Beach when we went up the Coastal so. Highway? I think so. That was where the big the boardwalk is, I think. I think so. I think so. Goodwin's body was under a chain-link fence on a construction site, and a sandbag had been placed on her head at the time of discovery, according to a statement released on Friday by Orange County District Attorney's Office. This is totally unrelated, but, like, the two... Scroll back up just a little bit. Right no, back down, and a little more... Stop right there. The two, like, look-here articles are about 12-year-olds killing people. A boy and a girl. I, I one boy, one two girl. boys and one girl. Oh, I two, yeah. I just, yeah, uh, okay. I thought it was the same article linked twice, and I was like, wait, 
They're different. Hmm. Weird. Uh, Rojas Moreno is accused of approaching Goodwin in a nearby parking lot around 1 in the morning and assaulting her near her parked car, the DA statement read. Uh, Moreno then forcefully dragged her to the rear of the parking lot, down a short alley, into a secluded area behind a movie theater that was under construction. Moreno was then accused of beating Goodwin to death with a fire extinguisher. Uh, Goodwin was found several hours later. So I, I have a, a, a bone to pick with this writer, this article editor, whoever's fault it is. So, the fact that he's a bartender has nothing to do with this story. Correct. So, why are we leading with bartender? <laughs> like, I hate news people. <laughs> because, well, okay, well, they should only mention what he does for a living if it has something, some bearing on the story. But, hear me out. <laughs> if they wrote, like, California Man or something, what if someone's like, not a man. What if he's a what? Like you know, the gender identity of things. A person. A person. Oh, a yeah, person. California person, like Florida man. California resident. California. Uh, it. It's almost like they're taking shots at bartenders. <laughs> bartenders provide a vital service <laughs> to this country. Well, not this guy. It is currently unclear whether Goodwin had any prior relationship with Moreno, but the suspect failed to show up to work the day of the murder after claiming he had been jumped by several men in Santa Ana. Well, I'm going to... Here. They're like the same age. Yes. So I'm going to say odds are they knew each other. Like, if you get... Usually, like, if if it's just a general, like, robbing somebody and beating them up kind of thing, the odds that you're going to be, like, the same age is not... Usually, someone much older or younger. Yeah, right? and this with how brutal this is, it seems it's personal. very personal, yeah. mm-hmm. almost premeditated. <laughs> yeah. uh, the it's... loss of an innocent life is travesty for the entire. Well, we don't know that she was innocent. She, yeah, <laughs> wasn't she was Slow innocent? Down. Innocent in context of this crime. I like how they're telling us he's a bartender with no no reason. Then they're like, she's innocent. Well, we don't know what she did. Uh. It is heartbreaking that a young woman with her entire future ahead of her, she doesn't have her past ahead of her, ended in such a brutal way and then discarded like her life never mattered. <laughs> is that a direct mattered. quote? Did he say that? I think so. No, yes. Yes, it's a direct quote. That's from the, the district attorney. Like her life never mattered. She nice. mattered. <laughs> Orange County, everybody. Orange County, California. Who's your editor? They need to be shot. No, the district attorney needs to be shot. <laughs> he wrote her life never matter. <laughs> well, we... Yeah, but he when, he when speaking, he probably said it correctly. When they transposed it, they probably... But maybe didn't. he didn't speak. Maybe he was just, like, through an email or something, uh, or through an announcement. It just said said. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rojas Moreno has since been charged with one felony count of murder, one felony enhancement of special circumstances of committing the murder in the commission of a kidnapping. Oh, hold on. What? So you got one murder. Uh-huh. Yes. And then one enhancement of special circumstances of committing the murder in the commission of a kidnapping. <laughs> well, they, yeah, there's an enhancement to the murder, the felony murder of the, basically, kidnapping. So a murder kidnapping. And one felony enhancement for the personal use of a weapon. Fire extinguisher. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, that's a lot of words for saying that's you yeah. beat her to death with a fire extinguisher and you drag her away from her car. First. But was she dead before he he moved her? Because they're only going to kidnapping because he moved her from the car the parking garage to the construction site. I probably she didn't die until she it's got a, hit with the fire. Yeah, but it, that's that's one of those technicalities they throw in. I'm not trying to plead his case. I'm just yeah. saying that's one of those technicalities they throw in to throw more stuff at you. Uh, currently being held in custody without bail, and he's scheduled to be arraigned at at on Monday. <laughs> That's not a quote. That's not a quote. Be arraigned at on Monday at the Central <laughs> Justice Center in Santa Ana. Someone needs to learn that how the to... Justice League meets the Central Justice Center. Yes, someone needs to learn how to hit the backspace on their keyboard. <laughs> the investigation into the murder is still ongoing, but if convicted, he's eligible for the death penalty. Oh, California's got the death penalty. I didn't know that. I would have figured they just would thought they were too good for that. Probably just assume. I don't think that video has anything to do with the story. Yeah, talking about Santos. All right, so there you go. Uh, so yeah, that was some. That was a. That was a ride. Yeah. Did it say? Say what? How? When he moved your body? Uh, I was about one in the morning. Uh, I'll park uh, approaching Goodwin around 1 a.m. that morning. Assaulted her in a parked car. Then forcibly dragged her to the rear of the parking lot, lot. down a short alley to a secluded area behind the movie theater that was under construction. I don't know if I'd call that kidnapping, but change of venue, maybe? Yeah, um, don't kill people. Yes, don't kill people. And don't kill people with a fire extinguisher. Also, I'm also I'm also not a fan of all these extra charges. Like, <laughs> murder is illegal. You don't need to throw in all the other stuff. Like, charge him with murder. Did you murder charge somebody? Charge him with brutal murder. murder. So well, about the California death penalty, while it is still technically on the books, they can't actually go through with it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Capital punishment is a legal penalty, however, it's not allowed to be carried out because executions were halted by an official moratorium ordered by Governor Gavin Newsom. Oh, good guy. So next president. <coughs> so He's you can still give job. people the death penalty, but wait, the wait. governor said, let's not kill yeah. anyone yet. They definitely won't happen until Gavin Newsom's gone. <laughs> the next governor could lift the moratorium. Or not. Hey, what's or better? Not. Having a bunch of people that your courts said deserve to die just chilling in a prison cell or just killing them. Yes. Yes, that one. All of the above. I'm sorry, but listen, at that... Mm, whatever. <laughs> the prison system is sorry, fucked. Yes, yes it is. I think it's a little too privatized, too. Alright, um... A little? Yes. Do we, we have, have a, more, or do we save this for next week? What time is it? 6.15. 6.15. Let's, do, let's just do the hundred year book return before we we'll do hundred year. Book. We've already talked about libraries a little bit. So. Yes, so let's let's end this with the hundred year book return. We have a story on an overdue book. Century overdue library book is finally returned in Minnesota. Yay! Saint Paul Mayor Melvin Carter says that there would be no fine. Oh, I want a nice guy. Nice. Yeah. Could have bought a new library. Uh, mm-hmm. A library book that is more Famous than a composers. century overdue was finally returned in Saint Paul, Minnesota. Titled Famous Composers and featuring the likes of Bach and Mozart, the tome, the tome, 
turned up while someone was sorting through a relative's belongings. The St. Paul Public Library checkout slip shows it was last borrowed in 1919. <laughs> yeah. If you're going through someone's belongings, you find a book, you just throw it away. Well, they probably were like, oh, what's this? Because the library thing, it's, it's, it's just on the inside. Cover. Yeah, but you're not going to return it. Like, if someone passed away and you're going through their stuff, you're not going to return a book. <laughs> what if they bought the book from the library? Yeah. I think there's usually, like, a stamp for that, too. Uh, St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter joked in a tweet on Saturday that there would be no fine. The library, <laughs> like many across the country, stopped charging late fees in 2019. Wait, there's no late fees? There's no late fees? Since 2019? Are libraries just free now? Entirely? How do they make money? Is that why the libraries are just not working anymore? Because they're not making any money? So, like, are they just entirely on the tax dollars now? I guess. Yeah, okay, great. The future of the book is unsure. <laughs> John Larson, St. Paul Public Library's digital library coordinator, said he, will he doubts it will go back into circulation because of its delicate condition. But he expects the library to hang on to it. It has reached a point where it's not just an old book. It's an artifact. Much like the person who used to own it. It's a little bit of history to it. It's the oldest book in his 25 years working for the library ever saw a return. There's been a time or two when something has come back. and Maybe it's been checked out for 20 or 30 years. But nothing where it looks like it had been out for some hundred years. It didn't look like it. You have proof it was out for a hundred years. Yeah. Your system said so. Where was this? Minnesota? Was Minnesota even a state 100 years ago? Um, 1919? <clears throat> well, our yeah. independence was yeah, in the we, 1700s. We're 200 years old, so yeah. There you go. Overdue book. No charges. And yeah, I found out today that there's no late fees anymore. Yeah, today I learned. Yeah, Minnesota what? was made in 18. Minnesota was made. <laughs> yes. It became existing. It became a state in 1858. It's got an existing. Fun fact for today. The state of Minnesota was ratified in 1858. I think it's how you say that. Ratified. Correct me if I'm wrong. What's the word for when you founded. add a state? No. No. They don't say founded. Because it was a territory. It was founded. And then the state was, I think, ratified. I want to say ratified. Well, their their uh, their constitution will be ratified. States have constitutions. Yeah. And then the, I believe the Congress has to vote on it. Oh. I don't. When are we gonna get state number fifty-one? <clears throat> Where are we going? Puerto Rico. This is that or Guam? Cuba? No, Cuba's not. Cuba's not us. Not anything with us. Oh, Cuba's yeah. more Russian than us. Puerto Rico. 51st state, Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico, America. They're not going to do it, though, because uh, then they have to make a new I believe we have some Virgin Islands, too. All right. Sean brought up a good point. The only thing stopping us is making a new flag afterwards. <laughs> like, how are we going to fit more stars on here? <laughs> yeah, this, the number we have fits so nicely. It does. We've got that, the alternating rows. We can come up with some kind of new design. That's so much work. Like, we can just keep them as a territory for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what are we doing now? Let the next generation deal with that. 
They can design a new Aspect 5 animation. Yeah, no, yeah, him. My animation's gonna say the same thing, don't worry. Alright. So, uh, that's all we got for today. We got some more stories, but they can wait till next week. Tune in next week to hear about a baby with a gun. A baby with a gun, expensive liquor, and zombie chronic beer. wasting disease. Zombie beer. Love mm-hmm. a good chronic waste disease. About zombie beer. Not to be confused. You can't eat, you can't eat beer that have that. No, I, yeah, no, you can't. I think you get yeah. sick. dead. Yeah. So there you go. Probably get rabies from it. <laughs> yes. Zombie. All you It's ladies. probably really bad, but I would love to see a Feral human. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like to see a feral human. Like contained, but like. <laughs> but I'd put him in a zoo? No. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> show, you, show you. This kids. this is what happens if you get bit by a dog that has rabies. You get this happen to you. Doesn't Remember, it just kill us? Rabies? Like, does it kill us or is it like something we fight? Like, I have no what idea. What happens when I a human have... gets rabies? No clue. I don't know. Tune in next week when we talk about yes. rabies. We will research rabies. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will Thank be you. back Sunday at 5 p.m. I don't be... think there's anything. Uh, yeah. Oh, Thanksgiving this week. Yes. Yeah. We will Happy see Thanksgiving, you. everybody. We will see you after Thanksgiving on the We 26th. will have stories of turkey. And ham, maybe. No, 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 no ham. ham. No ham would be. Stuffing. Stories of turkey and stuffing and family and yeah, Lasagna. I, I will eat more stuffing than both of them. If that. I can help it. I don't know about that. Alright. So we will be back next Sunday, 5 p.m. sharp. Uh, or dull. No, sharp. And then that's it. That's all I got. Guys, anything? Hit like. Right. Like, if you like, subscribe, it. follow, comment. I think we're share. pretty funny. I don't. <laughs> I make myself laugh. I think we're hilarious. Uh, and we will be back next week. Uh, everybody have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy start of Christmas season. Happy Black Friday. Stay Hope safe you. on Black Friday. Hope you get a good I know, deal on Black I Friday. I know Black Friday deals are like the entire month of November now, but stay safe. <laughs> don't get trampled. Yes, please don't get trampled. <laughs> wait wait for Cyber Monday. Get, those, get the great deals. And maybe we'll have some stories about Black Friday tramplings. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure we'll have some kind of Black Friday story. Yes. Uh, Have a great week, and we will be back next week. Mohalo. Bye.